man, CJ is like really mad at John. He's trying to take another hour. What is this? Welcome into the Plank Show. Is that it? Is this the fight over the daily draft carrying over? You think to, uh, to uh, Josh, the open's got me all shook now too. You think it's a carryover from that? It's got to be right. It's got to be, man. Do you remember? Do you remember a former? Uh, well, let's just try to be as generic as we can. There's some people that really freak out when the wrong open hits. <laughs> There's some people where it's the worst thing that's going to happen to them today. For us, Josh Helmer, merely a tip of the cap. Merely a tip of the cap to T-Row and TJ. That got spicy near the end of the program. Did you listen to any of that? Yeah, what do you make of it? Well, I mean, you can say Chick-fil-A is a lazy pick, and that's fine. But, I mean, it wasn't top five most exotic chicken places, right? It wasn't, it wasn't top five you know, craziest name chicken places. It was a top five chicken places. And I mean, say what you want about Chick-fil-A, but as far as regular consumption, I think it tops all of them, right? I mean, I, I love Aishans. I love Aishans. But I only get to eat Aishans like maybe once every other month because it's, you know, out. it's a dry for me. Raisin Cane's is my personal favorite, but my daughter doesn't like it. <laughs> so my, my, excuse me, my youngest, she only likes Chick-fil-A. So from a mere consistent consumption, right, Chick-fil-A's the leader by far. So I didn't think it was a lazy pick. I felt like, you know, you've got, I felt like we were, giving draft grades like in the NFL and NBA. and well, Wait, what am I talking about? The NBA sure as heck didn't talk about what the guys getting drafted meant to their team. Holy smokes. But, Josh, what for me, just the fallout from that, I don't, I don't know how you could look at that, how John can look at that and say, that's a lazy pick. It's, it's kind of if you're just looking, if this was the online draft, that thing gets aggregated by Chick-fil-A. Holy smokes, man, you're winning that thing in a landslide. It's more popular. That noise being better, but it's it's number one, number one. So I I felt like that it was some pretty harsh voting today from John. But in those in those situations, you can be swayed by where you are. He was right next to Toby. Who's to say, Josh, that Toby wasn't gassing him up? You never know. Has John has John uh I mean, he kind of leans to Toby, right? I mean, that, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, I think so. We, we, we all know, right? Gary leans more towards Steely than us. <laughs> Gary's going on at 1030 Word Cavens today. But, I mean, our, certain sponsors have their lean, and I think maybe John leans more towards towards Toby. But I will say with that with that in mind, uh, I did appreciate once Aishins was off the board how TJ did try to set his board up. I thought it was I thought it was well done. But that's that's for now tomorrow morning's open in the T Row in the morning show. We could literally we could probably open the next thirty minutes of this program just responding via responses to the text line. It's a very popular uh See, I'm afraid to look it up. Morning. Yeah, it was. Well I think it's a passion everyone Okay, you ready? 
I got a hot take for you. You know, USC Brian has constantly clowned me for my take that there's no bad. I, I believe there's no such thing as bad barbecue. Ali, I think you can you can fix even that Lincoln Riley brisket with your favorite barbecue sauce. I just I don't think there's a such thing. Now I have been challenged to fine tune that, Josh, to say that there's no such thing as bad chopped brisket because there there can be overcooked ribs. Again, like I said, I love barbecue sauce. Slab that on that on there, and they're good. I don't know if there can be bad fried chicken. I just don't know. I have no idea. Because I sure as heck haven't had a bad piece of fried chicken. Now, I might eat one a day later or two days later, or I might get one from a – I don't even know the last time that I went to, like, KFC or anywhere like that, but I might go there and get one, and it's like, eh, this thing hadn't been properly maintained after it was cooked. I mean – Been under the warmer but, too long. Right, right, right. But I don't, I don't think I've had bad fried chicken. You know, underrated, Chicken Express. Now, they broaden that out a little bit. It's more chicken tenders. It's good. So I don't know if you can really go wrong. Very very passionate play amongst the ref army, I see. So we'll, we'll read some of your texts on that later, and we can't wait for 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Josh, more good news on the recruiting trail for the Oklahoma Sooners. And as we come for you, uh, come to you and maybe for you here at Cavens Group, 13 years in business, uh, constantly giving back to the community. Um, Cavens Group has updated their website, cavensgroup.com, and they're adding new services, including water testing for pollutants, meth inspection testing, and cleanup services, plus free testing for wildfires on and structural fires. So that's all here at Cavens, 405-573-3048. It's... I think a lot of people are still waiting for the boom, right? They're, they're waiting for the, the five-star. They're waiting for David Stone. But through the last couple of days, in your opinion, Josh Helmer, I, I guess you could throw losing Aaron Parks into this, too, if you wanted. But I feel like this is it's a positive time recruiting-wise for the Sooners right now. Seems like. After a, a couple of weeks, maybe even a month or two, uh, discontent or at least silence, then you get into the, the party at the palace or the, uh, the cookout, and suddenly you're starting to see the, the fruits of that labor. You're starting to see some of these dudes make their commitment to OU, and I think there's more still to come. I think it's an exciting time. I think these are two big hits on the recruiting trail for the Sooners and Xavier Robinson. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, ex, did I say, is it Xavier Robinson? Xavier. Xavier Robinson. And then the kid they picked up yesterday out of Minnesota, uh, an edge rusher. Defensive lineman, I guess I'll say to be specific. So I'm sure I think there is much more to come, much more exciting news, but kind of wild how this is following that same trend as last year. Well, always uh... – tough to do to pluck somebody away from the home state school Oklahoma in this instance was able to do that over Minnesota Miami was in the mix here for Wyatt Gilmore and uh you know I mean you flip on the tape looks like uh looks like a good player Gilmore does so it's you know it's it's hard to judge uh the tape and how it's totally going to translate and everything but I'm looking at what Alan True the uh, national recruiting analyst for 24-7 sports said Power five starters, the projection. Trey Hendrickson, does that do much for you? Cincinnati Bengals comp? I like that. I like him a lot. He tore up the Raiders a couple years ago. But, yeah, 
Now, he's, if I'm not mistaken, Hendrickson's been a guy that's been, what, five, six-year starter in the league. He's no longer on Cincinnati, or is he? No, he's still with the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, this is a – I like that comp, Josh. I like that comp a lot. Former Saint. Where'd he go in the draft? Um, Third-round pick, top 100 player, 103. Okay, right outside of it. Good comp. I would feel good about that. Unfortunately, I feel like to a certain degree – if the comp isn't Lawrence Taylor or T.J. Watt or – well, you, I'm sorry, T.J. Watt isn't even acceptable anymore. It's got to be like – I don't know. Wait, is he Max Crosby? You know, is he Chris Jones? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just not happy right now. I think, I, I'm really excited. I think these are two great ads for OU. And if you're a Sooner fan, I guess it's a year to go get Carl Albert season tickets. But I, I kind of feel like, Josh, that, you know, there's – a horrible phrase. Like the best is yet to come. Based on what, based on what, Parker's saying, you know, Thursdays had usually been the day when I would listen to all my recruiting podcasts. But a lot of you guys are starting to drop them early. What's what's going on in these competition games right now? And the timing of podcast drops. But yeah, I um, Josh seemed to be Josh McQuishan was very excited. The things that uh, Colin Kennedy is writing. I mean, just across the board. There might not be those names that are pushing you up where you're a top 10 class quite yet, Josh, but you're, you feel like you're on the cusp of it and that it's, you know, one, one maybe one more pin from knocking them all down, but then it's all hit with a caveat, right? You got to have a good season to keep this class together. And regardless of what happens over the next few days in recruiting, no matter how good it gets, no matter uh, how many rock stars commit at the core of all of this, and what all of it seems to come back to is you got to have a good season to keep this class together, right? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously that's going to be huge. Or to close on a couple of top-level prospects, probably you need a good season. It's impossible to quantify how important that is. You just sort of know that probably Oklahoma needs to be in the business of not – Finishing six and seven. Oklahoma needs to be in the business of not finishing six and seven. I know. What a prophetic statement. That might be one of the best lines I think I've heard to describe where we need to where are we going? But yeah, it's um names like Justin Dinson. I mean, you're going up against Alabama in that instance. I guess some could say, "Well, you got to remember what guy he's had a committable offer." I'm, I'm not. I just he's got him on his final four, so I would assume that it's a place he could go if he wants to. But when you're going up against the Alabamas, you don't want to get into a situation because that's who you're going to be going up against, and the Georgias to get the guys Brent Venables wants. I mean, we're fighting the big boys now in recruiting, and in addition to what seems, Josh like a pretty solid NIL plan at Oklahoma. For as panicked as and as concerned as we all were for a while, especially whenever, you know, you didn't have that. What was it was the first A&M collective, the one that everyone freaked out about, called him the 12th man, I think. And it's like they're offering each guy $200,000, $25,000, whatever it was. Well, you know, in time we, we preached, hey, Let's see how this works. Let's understand the process. Oklahoma's going to have a plan, and and it's come together with a nice plan. 
I mean, they're still wanting to grow it and make it bigger, but it's a nice plan right now for what they're doing NIL-wise and what they're able to say, here's what you can make, here's what you can do if you come here. Um, second side of it too, Josh, you know, they, there's never been a question about the kind of development you're going to get when you look at the history of Brent Venables, when you look at the history of Bill Beanbow. You know, the, these are dudes that have sent guys to the NFL. So you know, you know you're getting developed. You know you're going to make some money. And now, Josh, that, that kind of third, uh, I'm big on triangles recently, that third point to the triangle, got to win. You know, I, I, we could add so many different layers of this, well, facilities-wise and, you know, education-wise and all these things. Yeah, I mean, we could. But when I try to talk about school and sports, everybody loses their mind. But Oklahoma's got a lot of options and a lot of really good support on that side, too, uh, on the education side. So Josh Helmer seems like as excited as we are about White Gilmore, Xavier Robinson, and with you know some more names potentially to come, I feel like there is always going to be that, hey, let's remember, though, got to go win some games this year. Because in these instances, I mentioned Alabama, the Georgias, even the Floridas of the world, you don't want to be the one that's losing guys because you're losing games. And we've seen that happen far too many times in this recruiting in this recruiting era. Florida suddenly struggles, a few guys decommit. Why? Well, how do we how do we know that this Billy Napier plan is going to work in the SEC? You're not you're probably not going to deal with that at Georgia or Ellis or um uh, Alabama. I mean, if even if LSU takes a step back this year, you want to be there where you can pounce on any of those guys. Dubs, Josh, that's what we're talking about here, wins. Yes, uh, we need a, a nice handful of dubs this season. How was your Wednesday night? Anything exciting in the Helmer household? It was good. Uh, I watched the Nickelodeon documentary last night. I don't remember which streaming service that was on, but that was sort of fascinating. Wait, there's a documentary about Nickelodeon? Yeah. The- I must I must learn more. The we genesis get that. of it and so huh. on and so forth. I, Interesting. I'm dorky about documentaries. You, you, any sort of documentary I'm probably in on. We got the um, we got the notice about no longer having a shared Netflix account the other night, and I've realized my life is just fine without Netflix. We'll get to that a little bit later on in the program. <laughs> I think it's going to end up being an incredibly poor, poor choice by Netflix. I think the buzz that they get from extra people watching far, far exceeds the amount of money they'll get from every single person that uses that uses Netflix paying for it. It's just me. Now, and be fair, Josh. To be fair, I was in a household that uh, household that was splitting it, right? So it wasn't like I was just still mooching off my mom for Netflix. But we'll get to that a little bit later on. Plus, I've got a lot of uh, college softball stuff to get to later on in the program. And I'm, I'm, it's list season. It's list season, Josh. Inspired by a Sooners Wire article, we've got our first installment of list season. Well, actually, I guess second. Because I believe it was last Thursday whenever I introduced my top five storylines I'm already done with. And we, we got so angry. I think we only made it through three, right? Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, I think we got so mad we made it through three. But this one is Sooner-centric. Plus, we had a perfect game in baseball last night. We'll dive into it all coming up on a busy Thursday edition, live from Cavens Group on the Plank Show. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. We're on the road at Cavens Group. 
on a Thursday with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. Yeah, you were right. There are some takes on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line when it comes to chicken restaurants. Takes on our buddy John, too, out there. Holy smokes, man. Got, it got dicey this morning, I think, is the best way to put it. Right, Josh? Yeah. Dicey? Yes. Uh, you got opinionated. All right. Listen, Gary Cavins has jumped in here. So as I try to – I'm behind, Gary. I'm trying to make sure I get everything here connected for you. Good morning. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. It's not your fault. I threw a curveball at you. Well, everything okay? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. I just got to go do some testing and stuff. So well, if it was good. 22 seconds earlier, or if I wouldn't do what I always do now when I come here, and this is not a complaint, when I walk in the door, the equipment is set. It's not set up yet. But I got to try cookie, man. I know. That's Kathy. Did you have the breakfast stones? Uh, scones? Oh, they are delicious. Those are the best things that she makes. Josh, I, I, you can't hear Josh when he talks. No. Can you? Okay. So um, when we come here, um, every single Thursday now, there's been treats. And I think we talked about this, right? Yes. But the breakfast scones, like we could open a restaurant and sell those, Gary. They're like Red Lobster biscuits, but better. Right. Fresh. Fresh. Yeah. With... Uh, See, I'm going to say healthy stuff to make myself feel better. But, like, stuff you need for breakfast. Yeah. It's like there's there's ham and there's cheese in it. Ah! There's all kinds of stuff in there. They're, they're, they're my favorite thing that Kathy makes. <laughs> and she makes cookies. She makes brownies. She she makes all kinds of stuff. I've set a three-cookie minimum for my or, or maximum today because those are good, and it could get overboard. Yes. Okay. so you have to. Have to. Number one, irreverent question. Number two, Gary Cavins' go-to chicken restaurant. Do you have a number one number one? Have you ever been out to Aishin's before? Okay, no. Aishin's is great. Right. It's absolutely great. Um, it's been a big fight today on the station. That's why I asked you. you. Know, Sorry. I threw you a curveball now. Yeah, you did throw me a curveball. <laughs> um, you know, Aishin's uh, is delicious. I mean, bar none. You know, it's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Pup W has some pretty good fried every Sunday, chicken. Every Sunday. They have it every day now. Oh, Norman. do they have it every day? Every day now in Norman. And so it's pretty good because you, I mean, and it's, it saves it, you a little bit of a drive, it, right? And it's good. And and they got they had a family deal where it's literally you could feed your whole family. It's pretty inexpensive. So, yes. well, huh. then you've got babes. I've never had back, babes. Back, it's really good. Where's babes? But remember back in, were you around when um, Barry Switzer's had um, Barry's chicken? No, over, it was it's uh, it was over there off Indian Hills, mm-hmm. and it was Barry's Chicken Ranches, I think, what it was called. And they did fried chicken and home style helpings and everything. And it was uh, uh it's out there with the little guys movers is now on. Tacoma okay, Super, okay, I know right where that is. Yeah. Barry's Chicken yeah. Ranch, and they did fried chicken and everything here in town. That's wild, but I mean, back in the day, that was that was to me. You, I think everyone's seen these float around. You knew someone was rich when, and it was like, oh, what, if they had an in-ground pool or if they had an ice maker on their fridge. If we went to their house and they had a bucket of fried chicken for dinner, I'm like, you guys are living right. You're rich. But, uh, okay, well, good. It's been registered. And Gary's I, And I love fried chicken. I, I love spicy fried chicken. And there's only one place you can get that. The Nashville Hot Place or no? No, uh, I don't. No, I'm no, not, okay. not a big fan there. Okay. But uh, Popeye's. Oh, if Popeyes yeah. does it right, mm-hmm. like you, you you know how Popeyes is. It's hit or miss. But if they do it right, they have some pretty good spicy chicken. All right. How you been, Gary? I'm Sorry, good. I didn't mean to take it. I'm hungry is what happened. See, this is this yeah. is her fault. What, That's right. it, it, Katie, 
I always call her by the wrong name. Kathy? Kathy. Kathy. Okay. Yes. I try to call her Katie whenever I walked in and I panicked <laughs> and I just didn't say anything. Uh, you've been very busy. You've been talking about upgrading the uh, training for you and your staff. And not when I mean upgrading, opening, opening whole new areas because this is the first time I've seen where you have on this list about meth inspection. Kind of take me through that and what's led you guys down that path. That's a great question, Chris. Uh, you know, as we do continuing education and continue to develop our skill sets, as mm-hmm. I take uh, continue to take training and classes and stuff, I see new areas that the company can move into, and this is one of the new areas that the company can move into. So basically, if you think you're – this is great for, like, uh, business uh, landlords, business owners, stuff like that, homeowners, mm-hmm. buying new properties or buying rental properties. If you think you're – tenants were cooking meth basically had a meth lab in one of your uh, rental properties whether it's commercial or residential we can come in and test it and do um, a visual inspection and some science a little bit of science behind it but testing and we can uh, decipher whether or not there was meth being grown in there and then we can let you know yes it needs to be cleaned yes it needs to be turned over to insurance company and what needs to be done and we can actually our guys are now uh, trained to go in and actually clean that stuff up afterwards and that is nasty is it bad nasty stuff yeah it's it's it is something you don't want to ever do after going through the training right it's something you never want to do yourself you always need a very very well-trained professional crew to come in and take care of this because it can make you very very sick so i'm curious from was this just hey we're already doing this this and this right with um fire with you know crime scene Let's go ahead and add this, or were we starting to see a few more? Because in my mind, I'm like, huh, that seems like a unique path. But we're also in a world where land and properties are being bought, and there might be um, it, it, there might be a house, there might be somewhere on that property that you're like, well, okay, what? And, and you just don't know. So are you seeing more people that are like, hey, in buying this place or in moving to this place or doing that, we want to make sure that this place is as clean as it can be? Well, you know, the answer the, the answer to that question is kind of, we were do I was doing some continuing education training mm-hmm. on my crime scene trauma tear gas type cleanup jo- jobs and uh, we kind of touched based on on this in the in that continuing training and I was like whoa time out I want to figure out a little bit more about this because I mean I think we can this is a service that we can definitely help out you know the people of Oklahoma with um, and uh, so I I looked into it further and. Uh, talked to a couple of my professors and stuff like that that uh, that does my training and stuff and got into a class mm-hmm. took it and everything I was like you know this is really really serious stuff but with the the training that our guys have already gone through with the trauma and crime scene um, hazard cleanup we can continue to do some more concurrent training and walk into this and so that's what we have done beautiful beautiful that makes all the sense in the world hey we had a we had a crazy hailstorm roll through in the Goldsby area last Friday and over the weekend. So a lot of people I know are uh, concerned about their roofs. You guys, Chris, you guys do a great job of making sure that, hey, listen, if that's been an issue, if that's been a concern, even the newest roofs can have issues. Like we're kind of concerned right now. And our, our roof is two years old, but you take those massive hailstorms, Gary, it can make an impact, and you guys will come look at it for free. 
hundred percent, a hundred percent, Chris. You know, Chris does an outstanding job out there. Um, he'll get out there. He'll inspect your roof for free. Um, he'll let you know if it just needs repairs or if it actually needs replacement or if it's perfectly fine. But if you are having any kind of roofing issues. Um, or you just need a peace of mind because uh, we're having a lot of rain this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have Chris come out or one of their, our team members come out and do a free inspection on the roof and just make sure that it's all squared away because, that you know, that's important to protect your investment and you don't want water getting in because then you'll be calling us for to talk about mold and other right. issues. And, um, you know, so we, you know, testing-wise, we've really kind of grown I know we're kind of we're talking about roofing, but jumping back to that, sure. that you know, testing stuff, we've really grown our testing and investigation side, and we're doing a lot more of that stuff right now. It's interesting because it does kind of all circle back. You know, you might not know about a leak here or a leak there, and then the next thing you know, you have a massive mold problem. Because to me, Gary, uh, I'm, I'm having a friend of mine up in Tulsa who's literally, they found, oh, there's some, some water spots behind our fridge. And come to find out, they had a, a massive mold problem that had grown up behind it all. And you hate it for them, you know, because it's it's wild the damage that it can do. And all it takes maybe is a little earlier detection or having caveman's come out to test it. 100%. You know, mold is something you want to get under control quickly. And you don't ever really want it to happen because everybody reacts differently to mold. And some people react really bad. It can be a real bad health experience for them. Um, and some people, sometimes it doesn't affect them. Um, and then also the, the third option that's out there is sometimes living with mold for a long term can cause long term health issues, too, that you'll see down the road as you get older. But, you know, that's one thing that we can do for you when it comes to uh, the testing and that we do mold investigation, mold testing, structural fire and wildfire investigation and testing. Um, uh, methamphetamine lab inspection and testing, water intrusion investigation, uh, which feeds right back to the mold. Um, so that, and then the groundwater investigation and testing, that's something new we're doing too. We're looking for pollutants in streams and ponds and stuff like that also. All right, 24-7, 365. Always remember that. Uh, pick up the phone and call them in Norman, OKC, 405 573 3048 up in Tulsa and in the Stillwater area, 918-282-7612. Anything else we need to make sure to hit? Got a lot of neat stuff that you got going on here, Gary. Just really, you know, the 4th of July is coming up, so we got fireworks and grilling uh, going on. So, you know, a lot of opportunity for fire out there. So if you have a fire um, and then need crews to come out, do emergency cleanup, uh, clean up the water after the firefighters are done putting it out. Uh, remember to call the Cavens team. We'll have guys on standby even on the 4th of July ready to respond for you. See, even I can respond. In a situation where something needed to be done, we got it done. Look at us, Gary. That's right. Look That's at right. us. Uh, Cavensgroup.com. Uh, we'll take a time out. Thanks, Gary. Have Thank a great you. day, buddy. We'll take a time out. We'll come back, and we'll dive into your text next right here on The Ref. That's, uh, that's not a bad, way, a bad way to start a segment, right, Josh? I think I think a Coach T call is is a good way to start a segment, don't you? Sure. That wasn't the most confident sure I've ever heard. Absolutely. I can't think of anything better. <laughs> is that better? <laughs> What's up, Coach T? How are you, man? Uh, you think uh, you think that let me in that Baker Mayfield deal? I mean, I got a year eligibility. I know I'm 71. Right. I promise you, though. Those sixth graders are bigger than me. I'll promise you. What do you think, Josh? 71-year-old Coach T 
running around at the Baker Mayfield Youth Football Camp, lining up across those. Uh, uh, I think they're. I think the cutoff is is sixth grade, so it'd be like third, fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. What do you think? I'm going to say probably it's difficult to uh, mm. to get the ticket inside. You know what? I'll put in a good word for you tomorrow, Coach T. I'll put in a good word. Okay. Well, another thing is I'm playing in the Westwood Golf Tournament. Would you like to caddy this weekend? I got a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You think you can handle that? Coach T, I would love nothing more than being your caddy. Um <laughs> But number one, I have been informed that there is a lot of mowing that needs to be done this weekend. And number two, uh, I have been informed that I will be pulling weeds all day today. And when well, I say God, this, that's, that's you better yeah. get you some something for your back, then. I know, but down in your back. when I tell you this, I hope you know it's true. I would much rather be catting for you at Westwood than pulling weeds and mowing this weekend. Well, Thank you, you for the invite, You can probably in a couple of shots for me, too. So, uh, <laughs> I have a good day. I bought a new vehicle. Picking it up in about four weeks at Fowler Toyota. So, I'm hey, putting a little plug in for Fowler Toyota. Why not? Have a great day. Yeah, see you later. See you, Coach T. Wouldn't that wow. have been great? Wouldn't that have been great? I love uh, Fowler, by the way. They provided our cars during the season. Well, I don't want to say uh, my Drake and Drake, I think I can throw you in on this. We went to Fowler a couple times together. Well, and in, in, he went once on his own. And Dallas is the best out there. I mean, he's the absolute best. Washington guy, family man, freaking rock star. Wouldn't it be great if while Coach T was negotiating that final price, he stops and goes, what if I can get you a plug on the plank show on the ref? That salesperson goes, done. Hmm. What did you say you want? Well, why don't we throw this in, too? <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Coach T's becoming one of my favorites. I don't know how we got him from T-Row, and I know he still calls into Toby, but I don't. I get the biggest kick out of that guy. Uh, I think it's just his voice, his, more, his voice more than anything else. Would you play, like right now, Josh Helmer, Josh Helmer where his golf game is right now? Would you feel comfortable playing in like the Westwood Open? Do you think no, you could? Of course not. I went through three holes. Here's my defense. If any of my employers are listening and feel like I'm slacking, here's my defense. My uh, my daughter is really into golf, and she's got a lesson today. Uh, so I had to get her ready for her lesson. So we played a few holes. Josh, when I tell you. I went par, par, birdie. I am not lying. Wow. I went par, par, birdie. and I'm, it's, But, again, I'm with my daughter. So I'm helping her more than anything else. There's, I mean, this is straight up, dude. This is straight up. No, And we started on the back. We were on 10, 11, 12 at trails. And 11 usually eats my lunch. I mean, eats my lunch. Played it perfect. Played it perfect. You want to know what I did the rest of the way? A lot of bogeys. Seven, six. I think there was a snowman in there. So through three holes, I was like, "You got it. You, I'm, I'm going, and I'm playing. I'm playing in the club championship. I'm going to play in the Westwood Open. All this <laughs> took was me taking my little half swing, getting through the ball, and then the bottom fell out. Oh man, that's so disappointing. I, I thought the dream was back alive. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of things that I still can hold the dream for. There is the senior PGA Tour, right? There's that. We can all kind of 
maybe try to still hold on to that dream, but I do. There is the potential of a senior NASCAR circuit, maybe. Um, And then there's still a part of me, I've never played pickleball, so I'm pretty sure seeing and hearing some of you on Twitter that are talking about how great you are at pickleball, there is no doubt in my mind I would dominate. So I've got three three rungs here that I'm still trying to get to my sports-famous level that I want to be at as far as an athlete is concerned. I drove one time for a charity event back in the day at Tulsa Speedway. They would actually put us in their cars and let us drive, and I did it, and I thought I was good. I thought I was cooking, and when I got out of the car, one of our listeners was there. He's like, man, you guys look like you're like driving through a parking lot or something. So that dream kind of diminished, but I also know, Josh, that 20 years ago when I took that driving uh, challenge on, I knew that I had more to offer. I doubt any of those dreams are going to actually come to fruition. Thanks, Coach T. Josh, what did you know about Wyatt Gilmore when the news broke yesterday? The defensive end out of Minnesota. Um, Gilbert was at the Champ U Barbecue earlier this month. He had taken official visits to Minnesota and Miami, and he becomes the 10th commitment of the OU 2024 class and the fourth since the barbecue this week. And it seems as if um, Miguel Chavis, as you might imagine, one of the major players behind this decision. Yeah, all of a sudden, uh, four out of ten in, what, the last uh, week and change with with Nesta and Azukama and now Robinson and Gilmore. So, uh, you know, uh, didn't, didn't know much beyond uh, this was someone that had, I guess, been offered in February and was one of the champion barbecue attendees. And then you start kind of hearing that, yeah, it's it's really heating up in Oklahoma's direction. And lo and behold, it uh, nets a commitment here. So tape looks good. Tape looks good. Looks like somebody that uh, is a, a rising prospect. Uh, you know, 24-7 sports is higher maybe than others. He's a four-star there, whereas, you know, across the board, maybe he's not that. But uh, one of the top players from Minnesota for sure. 6'4", 245, three-star prospect, number four in the state. And this commitment, you know, Oklahoma's still down a little bit, puts OU in uh, at 17. 17. And before you lose your minds, uh, Texas A&M is at 15. Noted, you know, summer superstars on the recruiting tour. Florida State is at 14. So, but again, you know, the big issue is there's Georgia at number one, right? They're not going anywhere. And then to add kind of a little bit of salt into this wound, Josh, there's USC at number four. So when USC is at four and Oklahoma, even though we know there's a long way to go, is at 17, that seems to kind of make Sooner fans feel some sort of way, and I get it. Well, sure. You know, there's a bunch of big targets on the board for Oklahoma that, again, Every time you talk recruiting, it, it cycles back to can they get those couple of uh, big defensive line targets? And if the answer is yes, then all of a sudden this is going to be a great class. All right. We are on the road at Caven's group on a Thursday, 405-573-3048. That is the number to get in touch with Amanda and the crew here at Caven's. All right, much more from the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line next. All right, you wanted a couple of text messages here. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, Josh. Let's do just that. Just in. This one from the 918. Times have changed, 
but it's refreshing to know the development of OU football is back in the good hands of Jerry Schmidt. Do you know what I want more than anything else? I, I don't know if we can make this happen. I, I think if we could get Schmitty in our open, like in other words, just every, not to where he would come on every day, but every morning get the show started after watching him and how he – well, I mean, I've, I've been lucky enough to, to watch him for years, but just whenever we were there for the uh, women's camp last year, like the way he would fire people up, I'm like, that's how we need to start the show every single day. That'd be crazy as all get out if just I did it every morning. What is wrong with playing? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with that, but uh, I need like 9.30 for Schmidt. <laughs> like, I'm telling you what. cup of coffee. Let me, let me tell you something real quick. I don't know if you can tell it with my voice, but as, I, as I've been uh, lazier and lazier this summer, just in, in when I get up, right? I'm not, not doing anything. I just, I'm sleeping, which is wild because I'm not going to tonight. But it's like the, the voice is like a car engine. It's like, brruh, uh, it won't get started. It'll be off. And then all of a sudden, when we get going for a little bit, like you said, 930, it's fine. So maybe we get it for 930 then. Sound like a deal? Yeah. Everyday Schmitty. That'll be great. Pike, let's go. Or maybe just uh maybe just a simple couple of blows of the whistle. And then we're ready to go. And we do it at nine thirty to wake us all up. Sooner Celtic writes, everyone chill. We already have proven recruiters. The rest will take care of itself once the season begins and the winning starts. Josh Homer, I have a question, a serious one. I know that I have to be a self-confessed non-message uh, board guy because I know how it would be if I was on the message boards, even if I was just lurking with a fake account. But is is it? are people freaking out that much? I'm basing it on how Josh was talking, McQuistion on the unofficial 40, kind of listening to, to Brandon Drum under the visor. It just seemed as if they're dealt with a lot of well, it's not David Stone yet. Where's my five stars? And I don't, you know, I don't know if that's the universal thought, but I mean, do you kind of get the sense that more people are understanding of the patience of it, and we're we're labeling an entire reaction to recruiting based on like one or two people? I would say the the majority understands that folks like David Stone, Winery, I mean, five star type talents. It's typically that decision maybe is going to take a little bit longer. And hey. A class is not made up, even Alabama, a class is not made up of 25 Williams, Winaries, and David Stones. There's, you got to find guys like this and develop guys like Wyatt Gilmore as well to fill out the class. So I, I would say most people understand that. But, yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody's anxious for those decisions. It's what this class is going to get judged on. Jim in Arlington writes, let us not forget – when it comes to recruiting several players, once high school football season starts, stars will be reevaluated. So it'll be a lot different picture come football season this fall. That's a fair point, Jim. Really good point. And thinking about guys like the um, the wide Gilmores of the world and where they are and where they could be and what they might end up being. Did you find it interesting, speaking of players, did you find it interesting that Jonah Laula – was one of the choices for Big 12 Media Day? Yeah, that's that's interesting, isn't it? I mean, here's yeah. somebody that uh, you know has now been around a little bit. 
mm-hmm. and what the the position change inside. Yeah, that's curious. Uh, Sean writes, I blame myself. An observation made. An observation made, and immediately the return of Schmitty. I'll just, uh, I'll clean that up because I worry about anyone, like my kids listening. Schmitty love. Uh, it didn't take long, Sean. It took one text messages, or one one text message, two Twitter messages to get it back to talking about Schmitty. And from the nine one eight, this is a great point. Blank those three starting holes will keep you coming back to the links. Yeah, not only the three starting holes, but after I completely had the wheels fall off on 13, 14, 15, 16, I hit this drive on like 17. That was, it was, it was 18. I hit this drive on 18. That was good. So I'm like, I'm back, baby. This game's easy. All right. That's our one. Wow. A reminder, we're at Cavens today, 24-7, 365, emergency services. Gary has talked about all the new services they have available, water testing for pollutants, meth inspection, uh, which includes meth inspection testing and cleanup services, fire testing uh, for wildfires and structural fires. And Cavens Group, put it in your cell phone so you have it. Oh, and roofing. Thank you, Chris. Roofing. <laughs> I'm just going through my list. I forgot. And what the hailstorms in Goldsby call them. 405-573-3048. It's Plank. It's Plank Show on the Raft.